portions of this program were pre-recorded. Hi. Oh, my God. I love you so much. You guys are awesome. I hear you every single morning. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. I love all of you. Wow. This is amazing. I'm talking to Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran. Oh, sorry. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Well, welcome to Tuesday. Today is... Let me see if I get it right. I don't even know. <laughs> is it June? <laughs> Yes. It is June, yeah. Put my, it, June. Uh, let me guess. Let me guess. June 2nd. Is that right? Yay! Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we're off to a good start. It's June 2nd. <laughs> what else What else do you want from me? I think I've given you all I have. Uh, yeah, well, that's great. The day. Good morning, my Danielle. How are you doing today? Good morning. We are hanging in. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Hi, Gandhi. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm good. I'm good. We've got a day. Let's get through it and uh, let's make it let's make it count. Hi, Froggy. Thanks for showing up today. Good morning, Elvis. <laughs> there's Scary. Good morning. Scary's here, and there's uh, Straight Nate, and there's Scotty B, and uh, those three right there. Scary, Straight Nate, Scotty B. The three of you. Thank you, especially thanks to you for showing up today <laughs> yeah. because I know getting uh, into work into Lower Manhattan was was uh, not the most pleasant of of, of, uh, of trips. Of commutes. It's okay. Scary, did you end up taking an Uber in or did you drive in? I, I Ubered in. But this is my happy okay. place and I want to be here today and I want to see your smiling good. faces on Zoom. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost late to the show because I was outside in the yard pulling a turd off the back of my dog's butt. <laughs> so oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Well, he, was, he <laughs> just was in, a, he was in a, a state of mind that wasn't pretty. But now he's fine. He's running around and it's, <laughs> turds in the bushes and we're good. Scary, I believe when we started our bonus hour yesterday at 10 o'clock East Coast time on Z100 New York, we uh, started with Where is the Love? I think that's a very, very nice song to start the 6 o'clock hour with. There it is. All right. I guess what I want to say today is thank you for showing up. It means so many things. Welcome to Tuesday.
strange is the world insane? If love and peace is so strong, why are the pieces of love that don't belong? Nations dropping bombs, chemical gases filling lungs of little ones with ongoing suffering as the youth are young. So ask yourself, is the loving really gone? So I can ask myself, really, what is going wrong in this world that we living in? People keep on giving in, making wrong decisions, only visions of them dividends, not respecting each other, denying thy brother. A war's going on, but the reason's undercover. The truth is kept secret and swept under the rug. If you never know truth, then you never know love. What's the love, y'all? Come on. Or where's the truth, y'all? Come on. Or where's the love, y'all? tell you where it is it's right here <laughs> you know it's kind of funny love is closer than love is closer than you, than you think it is at all times thank you so much for showing up guys i do appreciate it uh god we've got work to do today you know what it is a matter of fact it feels like uh the work we did yesterday is gonna be a little different today some of the same and some a little uh more elevated but first i want to talk to big herm from richmond virginia Line 24. For Big Here we go. Big, it, hey, you know, Big Herm, you, I don't know if you know this, but all the way up here in New York City, we, we've we heard of you. We You're like a celebrity. And, uh, you have a, you, well, no, well, really, calm no. down. Calm down, Elvis. I know everybody knows you, but my, my, my daughter says I'm barely a local celebrity. So I'm not sure <laughs> how she's feeling about what's going on. But I'm a barely a local celebrity. But I love you guys. I listen to you guys every morning. Well, you know, Big Herm, thank you, thank you. I've Aww. your name has come across my my heart and my brain many times, and I just want you to know that all the way up here, miles away from Richmond, Virginia, the fact that we I saw your name on the screen this morning was like, whoa, my nipples are kind of hard. Big Herm's on the phone. <laughs> well, well, calm down, calm down. I know you happily married, and I am too. Of twenty two years, my wife is dating Michelle, so just calm it down oh, a little bit. But, <laughs> all right, just calm it down. Right. So we, we will keep, keep them right. separated. I do love right. Danny. I love Gandhi. I love all of y'all. Don't get me wrong, but just calm it down just a little bit. But I am glad that Nate called me back this morning. <laughs> but, so, but yes, but, but I, I love, uh, every morning, you know, I represent, I'm not saying I represent all the black community, but I am your black listener here in Richmond every morning, just so you know. Well, well see, today's Tuesday, so today is Meatloaf Patty's Day at Big Herm's Kitchen. It oh, is not. It is Chicken Sandwich Day. It is Chicken yes. Sandwich Day. 
down well, this, on all, this, all this, chicken this. sandwiches. So Nate didn't do his whole research, but it's okay. Oh, uh, sorry. Well, well, Tomorrow, well, I'm going to tell you, Big Herm. Tomorrow's Burger Day with a menu that Straight Nate gave me is not right because it's according to this menu yesterday was barbecued Jack Chicken Day and I missed that. I don't okay, know, maybe I'm, this I'm is sorry. There, is some, there, there may be some miscommunication because we do family meals. One thing I know this is not yes. a commercial about Big Herm's Kitchen, but I can do it all day long. Three fifteen North Second Street, Richmond, Virginia two three two one nine eight zero four two four three zero two zero two. So yeah, so I'm you so have excited. meals that you can pick up. But yeah, so um, yeah, that's what's going on here as far as that goes. Yes, sir. Well, Big Herm, let me ask you. So, is family meals is 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 that is that a temporary thing until uh, everything's open again, and, and so you'll go back to the regular menu at that point? Yeah. Um, we well okay. actually um, um, Elvis and everybody else there. Um, we have been um, we've actually extended our hours um, since this COVID nineteen. We've always been takeout and delivery for the last eight years. So oh, okay. it's unfortunate. We, there's no catering here um, as far as people over you know ten people or more can gather together. So there's no catering. So that kind of affects us a lot. But since the COVID nineteen, we have actually been busier. Um, we could take out delivery, which is weird because the city is still 75% locked down as far as city hall and people working and all that stuff as far as in the city. So, um, but the kitchen itself has been busier because we've kind of been trying to sell it. Like, now, now you're at home. Um, we have a lot of people. We do 11 to 6, um, Monday through Thursday, and then we do actually do 11 to 9 on Fridays. So, wow. we've actually been busier because I I've been trying harm. to sell it. Yes. I, I got to tell you something. The only way you can, the only way you can do as great as you're doing right now, is because obviously you had something really good going on before the COVID hit. You must have so many fans in in, in uh, Richmond. So here's what I'm saying: If you're in Richmond, Virginia, you support Big Herm, and if you're driving through. No, no matter now or later, you you look up Big Herman, you stop by and you say, we're coming by, we're going to take some stuff out. And knowing that you're listening is just, it, it really actually, you know what, I, can I be just brutally honest with everyone? When we walked in the studio today, we didn't know what the F to do today because it is not a good day everywhere. It's a great day in some places. And you set the pace for us to come in here and do a good show for people like you who are listening, people who are positive and doing the right thing. Big Herm, we love you, man. Thank you for, yeah. thank you for saving us today. And now I'm well, hungry. I'm not, yeah. There you go. So yeah, I need to stop by. So please do. And, and Elvis, I'm not sure how much time we have. And I know I'm the first, I'm, I've never been the first caller. I've always tried to call in or text in. Um, but if I, if I can say a brief story about what you just said, I want to say thank you for what you just said personally. Um, we did a, a, a repass service in Philadelphia a year and a half ago. We got a U-Haul truck. We took a brought two fryers up to Philly because there's a family that had come down from Philly and they would go to South Carolina and I guess they Googled us and they stopped by. And every time they came by going back and forth um, for summer vacations or what have you, they would stop at my restaurant. And once we ain't got a table, we, we do have one table out front now, but we don't, you know, we took the check out on delivery. And, and, and just to emphasize that even more and, and, and not to go through the diversity piece of it, but it is critical. And it was a white family of four. Mm-hmm. And it, it would stop by every single time because of what we do and how we do it. And, and, and it's just critical as far as relationships and, and based on what everything's going on in the country and all this other stuff. You know, I, once again, I'm going to be married 22 years. I have two kids, 19 and 16, boy and a girl. 
But what's going on is just crazy, and 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 and, and it needs to be addressed. And 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 we need to figure out a way to to, to fix some things. So, uh, and once again, I apologize for taking too much of your time, but no. that's what's going you know on, what, and, 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 and I appreciate it. Big Herm, you can have all five hours. You can have them. I'm yeah. telling you right now. Just, I got I to gotta say, having, hearing your voice, hearing your voice is like just a nice warm blanket yep. that is cuddling me up in the bed, and I'm and not in a sexy way, just in a, in a very comfortable way. And I just you, wanna, you already had hard nipples, Elvis. Come on, man. We, we're going. I know. I know. <laughs> oh man. Just call me and say I did sleep in a little bit this morning. Most of time I'm up at four thirty. I'm gonna sleep in a little bit today, and then all this. So anyway, yes. I mean. It's, it's going to be all right. And and then, like I said, you know, we've actually extended hours in my restaurant. We have no vandalism at my restaurant. But nice. in Broad Street, it looks like Beirut. I'm not sure what's going on in New York, but I don't know what you've seen what's going on TV here. But it's been rough. We, and I, I, went, I went on Facebook Live on my personal page yesterday. We, we, I said we took an L. We, we, we just didn't represent ourselves and us being everybody, not black, not white, everybody. We just didn't do a good job. So we got to figure this Stuff out. I cussed a lot of so but I did good. Amen. So um, no, you did good. You did good. <laughs> you know, Herm, you're right. You know, I, I just, I, I'll, you're asking what it's like in New York City. Uh, it was a night of hell, and here's what we're seeing. Last night we're was? seeing peace. Yeah, yeah. And this morning, peaceful protesters and looters, and they and they're fighting each other. The protesters are trying to stop the bad people from doing the bad stuff because it's their right to continue the story of George Floyd and everyone before him, who this is all about. And the looters, they are organized and they're going from Gucci right. to Fendi to Macy's. They, right. they broke into Macy's. They, they, I bet you anything. They don't even, they don't even care who George Floyd was. They just want to break into yeah. stores and steal stuff. I'm telling you right now, but there's, there's people out there with the hearts of gold whose right to peacefully protest are being squelched because of bad people. And that's, that's our, that's our, headline in new york this morning and it's it's sad All right. it's sad well, well Big Herm. I, I didn't see that but the same thing the whole weekend has been the same here and it's just been people disguised as protesters um and, and once again it's white black is it the, 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 the you know the demographic is, it doesn't really matter for say but it, we're not doing it for the right reason or they're not doing it for the right no. reason but you know what though you know what you're doing you're yeah. everything you're doing is for the right reason. That's why we. That's why, my God, you've been on the phone for fifteen minutes. I don't want to let you go because if I'm afraid, if I let you go, I got to face reality. I don't want. Any, but the thing is, but the thing is, is you are you are a major part of reality, and I want people to see that today. And this is another headline today, Big Herm. Is if you turn on CNN or Fox News, you're going to see what they want you to see, and that's the cameras focused on violence. And there's another story out here. The other headline today is Big Herm. The other headline today. Is people like yep. you who are out there doing right in this world that's why you're I, I feel like if i let you go then you know it's going to be a day a day without you but i'm going to i'm going to think about you all day big herman and we're so so honored to have you on our show today thank you so much well, well nate has my number so if you ever need anything or you need a voice in richmond please give me a call back uh, and i thank you so much for what you're doing and, and once again about small businesses i'm going to listen every morning i do um, I, you know, more typically I'm up at 4.30, I'm out, out of the house by 5.30, but so thanks for all y'all are doing and trying to be the positivity. I'm amazed, that, to be honest, I'm amazed that, you, you know, y'all don't know if y'all even missed a day um, after all this COVID stuff happened, and then, then we have this stuff. So I appreciate what oh you God. do and how you do it. Um, but once again, you know, and I, I'm sure Nate did all his 
all his homework and all this other stuff. But yeah, you know, it's legit. Um, you know, I'm on Second Street, come down to see us. But once again, you know, being negative in this in the situation, even with the COVID, now with this thing, it makes no sense. None makes whatsoever. No sense. So we just gotta figure it out. But but once again, yeah, yeah well we wanna be here. We're not going anywhere. I'm not changing what I do, my business for a model that somebody else has another plan for. So we we're, we're all right. No, big harm. Such a, Aww. such a, what a wonderful day. Uh, it's going to be a good day. Thanks to you. And uh, look, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I, I, I promise you, and I'm warning you, we're coming down. <laughs> We've got to see you. And, uh, yeah. and uh, let's stay, can we please stay in touch, Big Herm? And if you need anything, would you just let us know? And, 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 and Nate's going to give you a, a, a inside number in case you ever need us. Okay. So whatever you ever well, need, you call it. us. Okay. Yes, uh, sir. You be so safe, and you. you, you, what do you wait, 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 hold on. What are you cooking today? I forgot what today's special was. Come on, Elvis. It's chicken sandwich day. Tomorrow's the hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Thursday is oh, 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 I, I know. I, yeah. Hey, honey, I'm trying to. I'm trying to wake up up here. I got to get some caffeine in my veins. All right, Big Herm, hold, hold on. Big, uh, Big Herm, uh, Straight Nate. <laughs> this uh, this sounds like a weird story. Straight Nate, meet Big Herm. Hold, hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay, around the room. I, I don't even want to go to a commercial break. I around the room, him. what do you think? What do you think of what just happened? We'll start with you, Danielle. What just happened he, there with Big Herm? He is the most amazing person in the whole entire world. <laughs> he just is like this ball of positivity and light. He's just amazing. I just want to. I know, and he cooks, and he's. I know. I want to hug him. I don't know. He's just awesome. I love him so much, and I want. Gandhi, I know. I want a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I know. I Gandhi, think, Big Herm. He has all the skills needed to be the perfect additional family member to our show because he has a great radio voice. He's funny. He cooks food. What else do we need? Bring it on, Big Herm. I'm so in love with Big Herm. Come on, Froggy. If you were with Big Herm right now, what would you talk about? I'm telling you right now, you see these a-holes on television causing all these problems, these looters. And then you hear guys like Big Herm. And he gives you hope that there is great people out there, great people in humanity that want to help doing good. And you know what? We need more big herms in the world. We need a big herm on every street corner. <laughs> big herm. I love this. Uh, big herm, big heart. Did you see that text? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Area code, area code 757. Someone just texted in big herm, big heart. Come on, Scary. Why don't you get on, get in your overpriced car and drive on down to <laughs> Richmond and have lunch. Dude, don't get you some know, lunch. I'm thinking about it. I just want to say my day started upside down, and this guy just turned me around. I am smiling ear to ear right now. He represents everything that I want to be in life. Yeah. If only you could cook, that'd be a good first start. <laughs> I see meatloaf patties are also on his menu here. I can't wait. To yeah, I know. Well, I don't know. I think the menu, the menu you're looking at it right now online for Big Herm's Kitchen is, I think that is suspended until uh, further, further notice. notice. But hey, uh, I tell you what, we we have to get three things from Gandhi in, but not yet. We got to take a break because we are like an hour late because Big Herm, <laughs> Big Herm, rightfully so, took all of our time, and you know what, he made it. He made it worthwhile. We love Big Herm. Welcome to Tuesday, and let's try to make sense of this day. We've got work to do. We'll be back right after this. I just think this whole thing is crap. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Norton 360 with LifeLock provides an all-in-one protection. No one can prevent all cybercrime and identity theft, but Norton 360 with LifeLock is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Save 25% off with your first year at Norton.com slash Elvis.
Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So peace starts within you. And, and I know I'm not trying to be, you know, <laughs> some granola, crunchy, tree hugging, whatever. Even though I do love to hug trees and I do love granola. <laughs> and I like things with a crunch. Maybe I am. You know what? Uh, I was just, I just turned off. As a matter of fact, I usually have my TV on watching the news in here. It's off. I'm, I'm not watching. I know what's on there. I'm going to tell you over and over again. They are, they are only letting you see the negative. They are only letting you see um, the, the craziness. I just, they, that's what they're doing. You know, I don't, I don't know what else they can show, you know, because we need more, we need more right. positive for them to show us, you know, so many peaceful protests yesterday. As a matter of fact, and they, they were highlighting some of those. You know, to all the, the people listening to you, if you're listening in a city that had peace yesterday and last night, God bless you. Unfortunately, in New York, we didn't have that last night. But uh, it's good to see the peaceful protests going on because that's still the headline. It still is. People are texting in and yelling at us. Oh, God, can you not have a negative downer show like you had yesterday? Hey, that wasn't a downer show. I actually left the show yesterday feeling uplifted. I got to be honest. We had some great people on yesterday saying some really, really important things. And, I, and I, I'm sorry. I can't take it back. And I'm, I disagree with you. I respectfully disagree with you. We're doing our best. And if you don't like how we're doing it, I'm sorry. And you know what? No, I'm not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've got Good. big herm on my side. <laughs> yeah. We don't need it. <laughs> Big harm. <laughs> so if you want to text us or reach out to us, do so in a, uh, in a smart and thoughtful way. If you disagree with something you hear, let's talk about it peacefully. But if you come out, if you come out lashing out at us, then you are part of a problem. Got to be honest. Got to be honest. But anyway, as I was saying, peace starts within you. I was walking uh, up the staircase to get away from CNN that I turned off. And I felt as I was walking away from the news, I started to relax a little bit. I started to breathe a little softer, and it was good. I hear a siren. Where's that? That might be my apartment. <laughs> Sam, where are you? As long as they're Sam. not coming for me right now, please. They're coming. They found you. <laughs> uh, all right. I tell you what. What are we doing here? Let's do horoscopes. You know, Sam hasn't done horoscopes in so long. Oh, my God. I've missed yeah. them. Who, well, who are you doing? You, you and, and Danielle and Gandhi yeah. want to split them up? Or do you want to do them with straight Nate? <gasps> oh, oh, Nate. Will you right. honor me? Oh, did you right. just say all crap? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, straight Nate. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Come on. Kick it you. off, Let's Nate. Nice straight Nate. All right. Straight Nate had is. to drive... Straight Nate had to drive through burning cars and glass to get to work today. So let's be nice to Straight Nate and Scary and Scotty B today. But my day's still uh, a 10. All right, you guys... It, it's okay. Your day's a 10. Okay, here we go. All right. Hey, you start. Capricorns, learn how to soften your delivery and be sure to not blow situations out of proportion. Your day's an eight. Aquarius, try not to stir the pot, although you may be tempted. Remember, let others take the lead. Your day's a nine. Pisces, treat someone special around you to something that will surprise them. Your efforts will be greatly appreciated. Your day's a nine. Aries, try not to react to minor inconveniences and find a way to chill out if you're feeling stressed. Your day's a seven. Taurus, you are ready to let people in. Be sure to speak your truth and talk about your intentions. Your day's an eight. Gemini, tidy up your own space and learn to enjoy your own company. Your day's a nine. Dancer, advocate for yourself and be confident in your decisions. The words you speak will resonate with those around you. Ooh, your day's a ten. 
Oh my God. Leo, your accomplishments are impacting your home life. Be sure to keep an eye on how it affects your sense of value. Your day's an eight. Virgo, mold your space into something new. Evolve and grow with change from within. Your day's a nine. Libra, meditate on your relationship with others and try and paint a bigger picture of how you're meeting your needs. Ooh, that sounds important. Your day's a 10. Scorpio, you may have been hiding aspects of yourself to benefit others. Give yourself permission to wake up and start fresh. Your day's an 8. And Sagittarius, trying to balance your personal and professional life may be difficult right now, but take time to learn how to efficiently schedule your time. Your day is a seven, and those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. Let me give you another reason I'm grateful today. I'm grateful that Sam had Leo. (laughs) I just want to say. (laughs) Thank you. I love you straight, Nate. Thank you, Thanks, Sam. Uh, we'll get your feel goods on in a minute, okay? Let's get Sounds into the good. three things we need to know. Gandhi, I don't know. How do you, how do, you do three? Uh, but but right. you'll figure it out. What's going on? Yeah. Well, President Trump is threatening military action to stop protests at the White House. He said if a city or state won't take necessary action to defend the life and property of their residents, then he will send in troops and quickly solve the problem for them and dominate the protesters, as it is his job to protect Americans. Louisville Police Chief Steve Conrad is now out of a job just a month before retirement. Chief Conrad was fired by the mayor yesterday after it was disclosed that officers did not activate body cameras when a black business owner was shot and killed early yesterday morning. David McAtee was shot outside Dino's Food Mart as police and National Guardsmen tried to break up a crowd. And finally, while it feels like there is so much bad news, and there certainly is some, Elvis always quotes Mr. Rogers and says, in bad times, look for the helpers. And right now, if you look around, there really are helpers everywhere. And we have seen some beautiful images as thousands of Americans of all races across the nation start to clean up the streets of their neighborhoods. And while you would think that a lot of businesses who have been hit would be devastated, even though they are, we're seeing a lot of messages of support and hope from the very people who have lost their livelihoods, from owners of restaurants in Minneapolis to privately owned shoe stores in San Francisco. Many people are still expressing their solidarity with the protesters, noting that there are some bad people out there, but the protests should continue. So there are still stories of love and hope, whether you're seeing it or not. They're out there. Keep your eyes open. And those are your three things. Thank you so much, uh, Gandhi. The texts are coming in. Uh, please, please. Uh, straight Nate sounds like Mr. Rogers having a mental breakdown. Also, Nate sounds like Scooby-Doo when he does the horoscopes. Or some people are saying you sound like a leprechaun, which is, you know, all of the above will take. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Zip Recruiter. During this time of change, uh, one thing is for certain, even as crazy as it gets, Zip Recruiter's focus hasn't changed. They're still doing what they've always done, helping people who need jobs find work and helping growing businesses find the right people for their open roles. So if you're looking for a job, know that Zip Recruiter is working with you to find the right job faster. Zip Recruiter, you hear me talking about them every day. Hmm, maybe it's time you gave them a try. They're dedicated to helping you get hired, whether you're looking for jobs in caretaking, delivering food and goods, building medical facilities, doing horoscopes on a crumbling morning show, whatever. <laughs> Zip, Re- Zip Recruiter's <laughs> app will send you up-to-date job openings so you can be one of the first to apply, and that's important. So if you're actively hiring, on the other hand, Zip Recruiter invites candidates to apply to your most urgent roles, making it faster and easier to reach the qualified people you need. So by connecting people who need jobs and companies that need people, Zip Recruiter continues to work with all of us so we can move forward. Let's work together. ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. 
I'm reading uh, this <laughs> this list of the happiest songs ever. <laughs> okay, yes. they, did, they did a survey, <laughs> but the, the the problem in the survey is it's people between the ages of 30 and 55. And what's kind of funny about my perspective is is I am 55, but I none of these songs on here are these songs for me are too old, and <laughs> oh. so I like songs that are people who below 30 like. So it really so it, so uh, in your opinion. <clears throat> Dan, uh, Danielle, what's like one of the happiest songs that, that you know of? Barbie Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. Okay. okay. Spice All Up right. Your Life, Spice Girls. That's a oh, happy yeah. song. Not, yeah. Not going to take it away from you. What about you, Get Gandhi? The happiest, the happiest song. Oh, um, that song, This Is Gonna Be The Best Day Of My Life. Every time I hear you it, like the that? little whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, makes me happy. You like that? Well, I, I, how can you dispute the, the song "Happy" by Pharrell? I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's mm, it, good point. But, but you know what? I don't know. It, maybe you find sadness in that song. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but according to these people, these old people, which I am one of, uh, "Mr. Blue Sky" by ELO is the happiest song of all time. I can't even. I couldn't even sing that. It's such that a to good you. song. Is this it right here? Happier Than Happy by Pharrell. I don't know. Right. And uh, also, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen is on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about you, Straight Nate? What's your happy song? I, I would probably say Here Comes the Sun. Oh, yeah. I, I don't It makes me feel happy. That doot and doo doo thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with a good doo 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 gets yeah. you going. I love a good doo doo doo. We love doo doo. Doo doo is just a. Yeah, Scary, what's your what's your happy song? Steal My Sunshine from Len. Oh, come on. Yeah, because of the way it starts. Boom, pop, pop, boom, pop, pop. I was lying <laughs> on the grass of Sunday morning. <laughs> I mean, that's a great song. And the news, oh, that song Sunday Best by Surfaces, that song that we're playing now, that that's puts me in an right? amazing mood every time. Feeling good like I should. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think of some Stevie Wonder. I'm starting to think of... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. There's so many happy songs. Let's hear for the happy songs. What about you, Froggy? Come on, Froggy. What's your happy? Oh, song? I'm a, I'm I'm totally a Pharrell happy guy. I just that song. It makes me happy. The name of the damn song is happy. I mean, I mean, what else do you want? It's happy. <laughs> you know, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't mean to uh, <laughs> to pee pee in your cocoa puffs, but all, as as scary and also sad and, and intense as some of these days have been if you played happy right now it would sound out of place is that weird yes yeah, yeah. If you, yeah if no you, if you if you played happy by pharrell right now people would be like what are you doing right that's yeah. not real <laughs> yeah because the right. words are because i'm happy well right now a lot of people are not happy so wouldn't that make sense right. that's right my point there, yeah. there are actually people texting saying happy by pharrell makes me legitimately angry <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh no I want I want you to investigate that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, celebration about cool in the gang. Celebrate good times. Come on. Oh, that's a good one. All right, let's get into <laughs> yeah, the let's get one. into feel goods. Feel goods with uh, producer Sam. All right, producer Sam, what do you have today? Tell us All about right. something good. 
Let's expand on one of Gandhi's three things. So yesterday in Feel Goods, we talked about some of the beautiful officers across the country who decided to become part of the peaceful protesters. Today, let's talk about the citizens taking care of the others' aftermath. So separate from all of the peaceful demonstrations, some different groups are just out there for themselves. They're vandalizing, they're looting, and you know what? Someone's got to take care of the mess. And thankfully, we are seeing more acts of positivity as communities are showing up and joining together to rebuild with their own supplies. So in Minneapolis, so many people showed up that areas were reported as spotless in only hours. That is so many people. There are photos circulating from L.A., downtown Pittsburgh, Oakland, Washington, D.C., Seattle, so many more cities. And let me tell you, these pictures got me worked up because we've been seeing so many negative images that it's nice to see, even if for a terrible reason, something so beautiful. And I started tearing up when I saw a seven-year-old bringing donuts to people who are cleaning up. You have to check out these photos. They're really going to mess with you. And to everyone who showed up for their community, you, you, you are beautiful. And if you're showing up and you see something wonderful, email me, sam at elvisdran.com, subject line feel goods. I would love to talk about the positivity you're seeing because I think we all need it extra right now. Excellent. You know what a song I love It makes me happy is Ride With Me by Nelly. Great song. Oh, yeah. Great song. I love that song. Seriously. No, that's, that's a, a happy song. song. Yeah. <laughs> Should I pull it up? How about, yeah, play Nelly. Either that or how sweet it is to be loved by love you. By that's a good one, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is all good. Oh, this is excellent. We still have to do uh, the Danielle report. We'll do it after Nelly. this on the show like last week three little birds 
Yes. Happiest yeah. song ever. <laughs> Don't make me play. You make me want to shout. <laughs> oh, God. This is a great song. All right, Daniel, I swear to God, your report's coming up next, okay? All right. requesting uh, all sorts of songs. They're saying, yeah, thank you for flushing the format with your happy songs. Can you also talk <laughs> about protest and looting? Okay, we'll get to that too. We got them all. <laughs> We're going to talk about everything today. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, wow. So, look, uh, thank you for listening to us, and uh, we appreciate it, and uh, we hope that you have peace in your heart today, and uh, choose peace over violence at all costs. I think it's worth it. It's worth saying every once in a while. I'm not thinking many people listening to our show are going to go out and and, and go crazy today but that's i just want you to uh, give yourself the love you deserve today and i don't mean that in a dirty way froggy i was thinking <laughs> that but i wasn't gonna say <laughs> i know <laughs> let's get into uh, the, the danielle report danielle we could use yes. some news from you what do you have going on today 
All right, so more celebrities, of course, showing their support for George Floyd and protesters. Uh, Pink, uh, one of the biggest ones, of course, and she's telling racists to unfollow her on social media. She doesn't want any part of you following her on social media. Tyler Perry reached out to George Floyd's family, and they are saying that they want peaceful protests. If you get a chance to read his post on his Instagram, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, They are adamant about that. And uh, he also was saying that... um, He has been meeting and talking with black families and white families that want to help and get together and do the right thing. So if you get a chance, it really is a very powerful post. Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Rain On Me debuted at number one on the Hot 100 singles chart. So if you're a fan of that uh, song, you helped get that to number one. So we were talking about this yesterday. Kylie Jenner, uh, Forbes pushing her out of her billionaire status because they found out that the numbers are not right. Well... I'm hearing that she she may have spent her way out of being a billionaire because she oh. spent so much damn money. She spent about oh $130 million <laughs> from things like private jets to elaborate birthday parties for like her little kid and stuff like that. So that's what happened. I mean, if you spend the money, that's not there anymore and you can't be a billionaire if you don't have it, right? That's what happens. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> and our favorite story of the day, of course... This is crazy, guys, but Carol Baskin has been granted control of Joe Exotic's former zoo. Oh, my gosh. This is 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 not crazy. Shut up. So apparently (laughs) Jeff Lowe, who you know has the zoo right now, he has 120 days to vacate the property. And we're hearing that it's Joe that transferred the zoo to Carol to remove it from creditors in the first place. So it's like, what did he do this? Because he wants to get it away from Jeff. Like it's like, what's going on behind the scenes with these three is just ridiculous. Like who the hell knows what's going on? But apparently a lot of people have stopped coming to the zoo. It's not doing well. And so creditors are taking over. And so Joe's trying to protect it. So maybe he thinks Carol can do better. I don't know. But it's crazy. I'm sure more is going to come out in the next couple of days. Um, The 2020 Tony Awards are being postponed. They were supposed to go down, I think, tonight, actually. But in light of everything going on, um, the virtual celebration will be postponed. You can watch them... America's Got Talent tonight, World of Dance, if you do need a break from um, what's going on on the news. Uh, but also, America in Pain, what comes next? There is an ABC News special tonight. If you do want more information, you can watch that. And that is my Danielle report. All right. Let's get into the three things you need to know from Gandhi. Uh, and uh, there you go. I've been trying to talk to Nate. Nate, I've been trying to like talk to you in the in the text message room, but you're not, you're not paying attention. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, well, we can take Are a break here today? and then come back with three things. Well, no. You see, I've been asking you for three minutes now what we should do, and you haven't been. It's your stone, man. You're smoking the ganja. Sorry. You heard sorry. Bob Marley started toking up. What are you doing, man? This is sorry. We're not on vacation. What are you eating, Froggy? Are those veggie sticks? They are. <laughs> you keep eating those veggie sticks. All right, uh, Gandhi. Uh, lots going on today. So much. Three things. What do All you right. Multiple church leaders are joining people across the country to express their shock and outrage after police used tear gas and other forms of crowd control on hundreds of peaceful protesters at a park across the street from the White House. Bishop Marion Edgar Buddy actually tore into him yesterday evening after Lafayette Park was apparently cleared so the president could walk through and pose for a photo holding a Bible outside St. John's Episcopal Church. During his Rose Garden remarks before going to the church, Trump said he'll send in the military if violent protests 
protests are not controlled. There was a very powerful moment yesterday during a peaceful protest in Nashville, and now it's going viral. Members of the Tennessee National Guard laid down their shields at the request of a community activist yesterday night. People in the crowd were clapping and applauding as all the guardsmen put their shields on the ground in front of the state capitol. It happened after protesters gathered for a vigil for Black Lives at the Legislative Plaza. And finally, there's a new app, and it's letting people secretly record police when being pulled over. The app has actually, I'm sorry, the app has been around for a minute. It now has a new feature. It's called Shortcuts, which has been here for a while. And now the new feature is called Police. It will let you tell Siri when you're being pulled over. And the creator says that the idea is to keep everyone safe and honest. The app will even go as far as to notify an emergency contact. And when the recording finally stops, that contact will get a copy of the video as well. And those are your three things thank you gandhi we need to take a break we'll be back right after this cvs pharmacy delivers and right now to meet the needs of the current health situation they're offering free one to two day delivery of prescriptions and other store essentials visit cvs.com or call your local cvs pharmacy to get started restrictions apply this is elvis duran and the morning show you may be checking out uh, social media today, our social media, and you see nothing but a square that's absolute black. And what this is signifying is today, our friends in the music industry, uh, it's blackout day. What does that mean? In response to the uh, deep racial unrest and after recent deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and, I mean, the countless other black citizens by the hands of police, uh, this initiative started from our friends at the, the music business, Def Jam, Interscope, Columbia Records, Island Records, Sony, Capital, Republic, Warner, BMG, UMG, Empire, all of them. And uh, that's what they're doing, being strong, just being strong and saying, hey, we hear you. You know, it's, got, it's, it's interesting because I, I was looking down Instagram and it's just, it's, look at this, it's just black panes, more and more black, panes of black. And uh, it's, it's, it speaks loudly, as simple as it is. It's true. Anyway, so that's what that is, if you're wondering. And uh, if you want to join with our friends in the uh, music industry, you do the same thing. They're very good friends of ours. You know, we have a great relationship with people in the, the music industry. They bring us the artists, they bring us the, uh, the art, and they bring us, uh, God, the things to play when, <laughs> that we love. And also when we need to go to the bathroom, we, we rely on this music to give us a potty break. Always. The good news is the music that's coming out, a lot of it, it's, it's so great these days. I just sit here and pee in my pants and listen to it. That's all good news. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I, think, I think it just did. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, the happy songs, someone just made a request for it. And I'm telling you, if anyone crosses me today, and I'm not fooling, I will, I will play Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. I will play yes, it. Play it. Good. Play now, that's it. a happy <laughs> song. That's a happy song. I know. I don't know. It's so happy. It's 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 like it's weird. It's it, there's there. Don't you think there's there are songs that go beyond happy? They're too happy. Yes, like they're so sugary, you get a cavity immediately. That could be one yes. of them. Like yes, is it? Like it. the jitterbug. Oh my god! I got a <laughs> that's the best. That's the best song ever. What are you talking about? <laughs> it makes Danielle so happy. You know what? That was my you childhood know a song. What song I just love? Do you have a lovely one? day? Bill Withers. Ooh. Bill Withers. That's a good one. Oh, this is good. Should we do a phone tap next? I don't even know. Is it appropriate? Do we need a phone tap? Do we need a phone tap? Yes or no? <laughs> yes. Yes? Gone? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, Danielle, phone tap? Yep, yep, yep. All right, all right we'll, we'll get you a phone tap coming up in a minute. Yes. Listen to that. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes, and something without warning, love, bears heavy on my mind. wants to play a phone tap on his fiance Julie. Julie's been a control freak about every last detail of her wedding, except for booking the DJ. She left that to Derek. But she'd been wanting to speak to the DJ and go over all the introductions for the reception and all that. So Derek's going to pretend to be at the DJ company office and introduce me as their wedding DJ. All right, so Scary is the wedding DJ. Let's see what happens in today's phone tap. Here we go. Hello? Hey, what's up? 
Uh, I'm actually at the uh, DJ place. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, so I just uh, want to let you know that I put the final payment down. Is he cool, or what's his deal? He's great. You want to talk to him? You can talk to him. You know, All right, yeah. So his name is uh, DJ Dribs. What? It's That's a, what he goes by? It's a fun uh, DJ name. I'm going to turn this mother out. DJ Dribs. That's kind of gross. Talk to him, okay? That doesn't sound classy. Julie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're ready for the big day. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, do you have another name you could go by instead no, of Dribs? No, 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 no. This is how I'm known in the clubs this way. I'm known, I have a legendary name. Can you just use your real name? Well, my name is Dick, Dick Dribbler. But I go by DJ Dribs. Well, you don't have to say a name. You never, it's, it's not about you, it's about us, me. I thought that it's this was going to be one of those right? upbeat parties, you know? Bumping bass and then some house. We don't want any house music at our wedding. Say what? No, it's a wedding. House music all night long. This is a wedding. It's not a club. We're not at a club. Yo, Derek, what's with her? Excuse me. Let me talk to my fiance. Okay, hold on. Julie. Who is this guy? No, Look, no listen, listen, listen. Just let him let him uh, run a few intros by you. He wrote them. I mean, what is that name? Is that real? Uh, that's his name. You know, he's famous. We're going to have a famous He's person. not famous. I Googled him and nothing came up. He's some schlub. He does clubs. He does... Drip joints. I mean, he's what? He's in his own way. No way. No. Just give a, he is a strip club DJ going to do my wedding? No, I mean, he That's does. That's disgusting. He, he, he does that, but just give him a chance, okay? You know, we turn the party out every time. He's, he's got videos on YouTube and everything. I Don't thought I was going to run through some of the uh, intros. Oh, I can't wait to hear these. See here. I, got, I, I wrote one for the brother of the bride. Ladies and gentlemen, here he comes. He's Colin, the bride's brother from another mother, escorted by the voluptuous Valerie. That's not funny. He's adopted. I know. That's why I wrote that. Derek was telling me. That is not funny at all. And Valerie's very insecure about her chest. You will not say that. But that's part of what people know DJ Dribs by. By how much of a no! By our introductions and how we bring people into the room, we're crowd motivators, you know? Like, uh, now the- Motivators? Like for, you sound like crowd instigators! How about this one? I got, uh, for your mother of the bride, your mom. Now, entering the room, she's single and ready to mingle, it's Dorothy! She's not single, she's a widow! I've got more for you! I don't want to hear any more of this bullshit. He's the best man, in title only, because we all know Julie dumped him five years ago. Escorted by Julie's best friend, the reason they broke up in the first place, put your hands together for Roger and Stephanie! What the f*** is that? That's my, what is that sound? That's my signature. Dude, uh, you hear this? You're going to hear this for the rest of your life? I'd cut bid right now if I were you. Here. Julie, are you okay? I gave you one thing to do and you totally f***ed it up. He, he's what gonna, the f***? He's going to be really good, don't you think? Derek, he's not going to be nothing. He's not coming. He's some piece of trash. I'm the Ayatollah, a rock and roller teller. What the f*** does that mean? Dane, are you stupid? Get the check and run. I, get out of there. She wants me to get my money back. No way. I already paid for plastic neon sunglasses I'm going to give out for hot, hot, hot. Umbrellas for its raining men. What? What year do you think it is? This idiot has no experience. Okay, she's kind of freaking out. This is unbelievable. I'm, I, I'm at work right now. Why are you laughing? Are you laughing at me? He's laughing because you're being phone tapped. Truly, <laughs> you're on the radio. This is Gary Jones from Elvis Duran in the morning show. What? Oh my god, we nailed you so bad. Oh my god. <laughs>
You are a terrible DJ. <laughs> there you have it. That was, that's funny. We had a lot of texts during that that uh, phone tap. Someone just said, uh, love the wedding DJ phone tap. Our DJ got hit by a truck a week before the wedding, and his replacement was a magician DJ. Can you imagine <laughs> having a, a DJ like spinning a at your wedding? Yeah, that would be awesome. What, it's like what, a little upgrade by accident. Yeah. Uh, it's like he's <laughs> spinning the hits, and he's doing magic. Well, he... I think right. that's great. Watch this. I'm going to play a bad song and everyone on the dance floor will disappear. Okay, thank you. You're <laughs> a magician, DJ. Anyway, there you go. Hey, uh, so Danielle has a Danielle report on the way. What do you have coming up, Danielle? Uh, we are going to talk about Carol Baskin getting control of Joe Exotic Zoo. It's the big story. It's crazy. Wow. Hey, uh, someone sent a text earlier saying they were listening to another radio station just flipping around and they heard whoever was doing their show say, oh, this topic, I'm just so tired of talking about it. It's I'm over it. And I'm thinking, oh, God, that's a bad thing to say. Um, right. Then, you know, someone was asking me yesterday, like, how do you, you guys, you know, there are so many important things you need to be covering and so many people that you need to be elevating and, and stories you need to be telling and perspectives you need to be sharing. And I said, yeah. And uh, and I was thinking, well, this is what we do. This is this is kind of this is really our purpose we we sometimes go months and months and weeks and and years with, with just kind of like just floating around and not really trying to do anything. And I I I look. I, these circumstances are sad and and tragic and moving. At the same time, you know what? No. If you ask us, are we tired of this topic? No. No. This gives us new focus, and we, we need we need to do what we do. It's coming here and try to keep people calm and thinking and feeling and. Like I've had George Floyd written on this big piece of paper that's taped up. You can't see it on the Zoom room. It's been taped up right in front of me, and uh, I just I just look over it every once in a while. Whenever I feel like, oh man, I'm tired or whatever, I look over there. I'm like, okay, we're doing okay, and uh, so don't worry about us. We're fine, even though people are beating the hell out of us on text messages and stuff. It's okay, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, Gandhi, what, what do you think? I think what you said is so important that, yes, you might feel fatigued and you might feel tired because of everything that you're hearing and seeing. But think about the people who can't shut it off and the people who can't walk away from it, because that's the life that they live every day with different color skin. I think that that's a huge part of what people want everybody to see and feel right now. So it's good to say exactly what you just said. We, and we're, we're here. You know, we're here. I, 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 God, you know, there's one one thing I can say for being like an old fool. And here I am is uh, the it's OK to just sit back and, and learn and, and just and then say, hey, what have I learned today? That's why when I put that post out over the weekend, I'd say I'm just I'm going to shut up for a few minutes and just kind of listen to this. People like you can't shut up. You've got to use your platform. OK, I'll use my platform. Don't worry, I'll use it. But let me shut up and listen to someone. You mean to just sit here and assume I know what I should say? I don't. I don't. We No, no, we're learning. Yeah. Gandhi, you agree, right? Oh, I 100% agree. And I think right now we have so much anger and I understand that anger, but some of the stuff that we learned as kindergartners is going out the window. Like there is no stupid question. So if somebody is trying to gain more information about a topic they don't know about because it hasn't been in their life, instead of berating that person and saying, well, you should have, maybe now's the time to just answer the question and help educate people who don't know about it. Yelling at somebody online is not going to do anything for you, but teaching people is going to do a lot for you. And I think that people need to really keep that in mind right now too well look uh i don't know what to say other than so i'm not going to say anything 
that, that's my point. So I think people just, here's, here's our problem with what we do for a living is we have to keep talking. <laughs> we can't stop. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just, you know what I'm saying? I, and, and, and so I just, I just like, God, I just, I just want to, yesterday's show was magic for me. And I'll tell you why. Uh, we had so many people on the phone and in the Zoom room sharing things with us that was so important to hear. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with shutting up and letting other people talk. But uh, like right now, I don't have anyone on the phone right now to talk to. So we have to sit here and go. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want you to, to understand, you know, listening to other people's perspective is so important. And uh, yesterday we learned a lot. Uh, oh, my God. Dr. Dyson, that that to me was just such an incredible, incredible moment on our show yesterday. He was amazing. He really was. He was such a perfect, like engaging and very, he drew from so many different cultural references that he reaches all different audiences. He was great. And that's still posted that interview, right? Yeah, no, it's still up. Yeah, it's still up on our social. So I feel uh, like his class would, his class would be so exciting to take. He sounded like (laughs) such like a, he's the professor that you want as your teacher because he would be giving you that class that you want to go to every single day. You know, he teaches at Georgetown, right? Is that where he's teaching currently? Yeah. Well, because I, I was hearing people talking about him online and they were saying that it, it, to get into his class is like you, you it's the, you win the golden ticket. Oh, wow. you know, yeah, wow. it's like you, to get into Dr. Dyson's class is winning the golden ticket. Wow. Um, yeah. So, gosh, to be able to do that again. Uh, I think we're going to take a break. But Daniel has her report coming up. We're going to we'll be back right after this. Norton 360 with LifeLock provides an all-in-one protection. No one can prevent all cybercrime and identity theft, but Norton 360 with LifeLock is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Save 25% off with your first year at Norton.com slash Elvis. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Yep, wake me up. Here we go. You know what? It's also... On top of all the other important stories we're talking about today, it is Pride Month. Uh, and I got Corey on line 24. And I want to talk to him. Hey, Corey, how's it going? Oh, my God. Is this real? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> no, it's wow. not. So, Corey. Well, happy Pride Month. Can you tell us every uh, can tell everyone what you uh, what you did yesterday? Yeah, so yesterday um I came out to my best friend of over 12 years. How'd that wow. go? Um it you know it it went okay. Um it it was definitely um um I I get it it was it such a weight lifted off my shoulders. He took it okay. Um, it, it, it's going to take some getting used to, I think, for him, um, which is okay. I'm fine with that. Um, and we had to do it over text because he moved to California two years ago. And so we haven't gotten to see a lot of each other. And I, I just, I was tired of lying. I was tired of, you know, having two groups of friends, you know, having my gay friends and then having my best friend. And I thought this can't go on anymore, but I was so afraid of telling him over all the years. And I tried so hard, but I could never muster the strength to do it because I didn't want to lose him. And I didn't want to lose what we had. 
he's he's my rock. He's my everything. He's my best friend. He gets me. And to lose all that, I, I just didn't even want to think about what could happen. Right. Now, did he have any clue? Did he say, you know what, Corey, I kind of knew, but I never asked you. Or was he totally blown away at what you said? No, he he said that he had kind of an idea, but he said he always just took my word for it. Like, he never actually came out and asked me, but we would always talk about stuff like, you know, talk about girls and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I love big boobs. And I don't. I, you know, I mean, they're nice. And, but... <laughs> hey, man, I'm gay. I love big boobs. It's okay. Cool. They're comfy. Come on, Corey. They're comfy. Yeah, they're comfy. I mean, cozy. Danielle, I'm sure I would have loved you in the day, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, before the procedure. Well, look, you know, Corey, right. congratulations. <laughs> and, you know, and there's, there's a lesson to be learned for everyone. And with everything that's going on, with, uh, with everyone out there trying to find their way uh, and express themselves and express their perspective, the truth shall set you free. And there's, there are no more true words ever spoken. And uh, it's like you got to live your truth. You have yeah. to. Yeah, you, you do. It's, it's, and, so, uh, it's so true. Yeah, and... and, and you know, with that, I mean, my heart was pounding the whole time. I was crying as I sent him that text. I was a blubbering mess. I was, I wanted a hug so bad. And I had to ask him, I said, you know, is anything going to change? I said, are we still going to be friends? Are, you know, like, oh. am I still able to hug you? Am I still oh. able to do all that? And, you know, I, he said, he goes, you know, he goes, I will love you just as Jesus loves all of us. And, that hit me really hard because he's a very Christian person. And I mean, so am I, I mean, I believe in God and, you know, all that good stuff too, but he, the upbringing that he had, you know, very conservative family, very, you know, I don't want to say this, but very churchy, if you will. And that's what made it even more hard is the fact that I would be looked down upon. And the, the fact that, that he still wanted to show me love after all that right. was just the best thing ever. And I, are you, I, are, is, is part of you, is part of you kicking yourself for not saying something earlier? It is. It really is. And I apologize to, Good. to him for saying, I'm sorry. I didn't come out years. Ago. I'm sorry. I didn't come out years ago to you saying you deserved better. You know, you, deserve, we know all of each other's secrets and, that was the one secret I was hiding from him. And it's the most important one. And, um, and, and he, I, I'm sorry. It's okay. You know, Corey, this is pride month. Uh, this is a month for, it should be pride year. It, every, every day should be pride day for anyone and everyone. It's, it, it's, it's not, and I, I hate to take this away from my fellow gays, but it's not only a gay thing. It's an everyone thing. Uh, you know, being proud of being proud of who you are and and not hiding or in who you are from other people that's not only a disservice to them but it's a disservice to you you know and that's this is a great a great call Corey. it is and you know and pride month isn't just about being proud to be gay pride month is should be proud to be who you are i mean whether it's if you're gay or black i mean i i want to share you know this month with you know, with our, with our black brothers and sisters and, you know, be proud of who you are and we're proud of who you are. And pride month should be a month for everybody, not just for one group of, you know, gay brothers and sisters. Pride month should be for everyone. There you go. 
Corey, congratulations. And I'm so glad you shared your story with us. And, uh, you know, we, we need to hear happy stories. We need to, we do, we do need to be reminded that, uh, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good in, in ourselves. And we, and if you have a truth in there, that's not being lived, you got to live your truth, you know, and we're seeing that so much these days. And it's so important. Not everyone's going to buy into your truth, but, um, that's their problem. You know what? After a while, you have to stop absorbing other people's negativity and mm-hmm. you got to live your life. Corey, thank you so much. And happy pride month to you. Are you okay? Thank you guys. I, I am. I'll be okay. I, I tried to be the first caller to get those scrubs, but <laughs> we'll send you some scrubs. <laughs> I wish we had, I wish we had rainbow scrubs. We'd send those, but we don't have them. <laughs> but these scrubs we have are fabulous. Thanks to our friends yes. at Hackensack Meridian. Hold on one second, Corey, and happy pride month and uh, happy truth. Happy living your truth. Okay. Hold on one oh, second. Thank you guys. I love you. Thank Aww. you. Love you too, Corey. Thank you so much. What a great call. Hey, uh, let's go around the room. I want to know what's on your mind. Uh, this, this show has been very different today. We are trying to keep it laid back and, and peaceful and calm because I think I just my gut just tells me that's what we need today. Um, that we uh, in part in part it's what we need today. Froggy, what is on your mind? What is going? I on? just I, I just wish we could focus and like we are. And when I say we, I mean the, the news channels. When you turned on the television, you didn't just see negativity because there's a lot of positive uh, things going on. There's a lot of peaceful protests. There's a lot of people trying to get the word out the right way. There's a lot of police officers that are hugging protesters and kneeling together and coming together for a common cause. There are people giving water to protesters. There's a lot of good, and that's not being shown. And so what you're seeing on the news is the instances where there is some bad going on in some cities across the country. And there's a lot of that, but there's a lot of good as well. And I wish we could focus on that because that's how we move forward and have change. I agree. Uh, Camden, New Jersey is a great example. Uh, I love watching the footage of a peaceful, pro- a peaceful protest, and they were out there showing showing their true true selves and, and and all the love. And the cops were marching with them, and right. and they were they were uh, they were. Uh, God, I saw there were some police officers that were uh, grilling hamburgers and hot dogs and playing basketball yep. with kids and stuff. Wow, mm-hmm. I, I want to see stuff. that channel. Yeah, that's the good stuff. I like the good stuff. And as soon as the show's over, I'm going to drink a bottle of the good stuff. (laughs) Uh, uh, Danielle, what's going on with you? Mine was going to be exactly the same thing. Like yesterday, I didn't watch the television at all. And I just put like watched a little social media because it was only on social media that they actually showed some of the positive things that were happening. And like Froggy was saying, you know, some of the, the water that was being delivered to the police from the black community. I'm saying that, look, you know, we, you're protecting us right now. We want to help you out. We want to do this together. You know, we want to stop the, the, you know, the bad stuff that's going on and, and, you know, them praying together in, in this prayer circle, all holding hands. I mean, those are the beautiful images of everybody coming together, working together and trying to find some common ground and, and peace. And it was just so nice to see that. And then you go back to the television and it's, it's uh, not good. Maybe, so I'm like, yeah. why can't the, so I'm like, why well, I do not understand why we cannot take some of that stuff and put that on television. I'm like, hello, what the hell? So I, 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 you know, anyway, I needed you know, Danielle, to say 
I don't I'm know. I'm glad you did it. I don't know. And to that yeah. point, can I just give you a little suggestion? You know what I'm noticing? Yeah. Watching your local, and I, it, it, it's different in every city and different with every news station, okay, or every news department. I'm finding that lo- watching the local news, I'm seeing more of the positive than I am from the national news. You're exactly a right. A lot more. Because you're seeing people who are from your community uh, reporting in your community. And, of course, they're not talking about what's going on in other cities. Well, they are some, and we need to know that. Yeah. But they're, they're also showing you, they're like, oh, God, we need another story from here. But this is good stuff over here. Let's get this on. So keep that in mind. You know, just don't keep it on CNN or Fox News. Look at your local news. Support them. Hey, Scary, what's going on with you? You know, uh, just echoing what Danielle and Froggy said, because I wasn't getting enough of the positive, that's what was the root of my depression, anxiety, and sadness the last couple of days. So my choice, what I decided to do was just to, to shut it off, to shut it down. And there couldn't be a better day to do that than today, especially with my social media, uh, because I'm participating with all of you guys in um, the, the show must be paused. So if you don't know what that right. is, hashtag the show must be paused. Learn, to, learn about it. You know, scary. You can shut it off, but the, but it's still going on. You know, and uh, yeah. please don't don't forget about what this is all about. Yes, you, you can't shut you can't just shut it off because as as Gandhi said earlier, there are people out there who can't shut it off because they are the news. They they are living these lives, and uh, they can't just shut it off. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if you you grew up, you're black, and you're trying to make your life move forward and live your dream and people are stomping on it and saying, no, you can't. Don't you wish you could just shut that off? You can't. Yep. You can't, you can't mm-hmm. shut it off at all. But it, it is good to remember there are other things to be focusing on in addition to the important things. We love you, Scary. Gandhi, what's up with you in beautiful Detroit, Michigan? Beautiful Detroit. So I know that there has been so much, like you guys all said, so much negativity and we're seeing a lot of really bad stuff. But personally, for me, I feel like I have been more hopeful in the last couple of days than I have been in a very long time because Good. it seems like a lot of people who weren't interested in conversations or just didn't take things seriously before are now interested in those conversations and are now listening and saying, whoa, what's going on here? Like there are enough people in the world who are so outraged by what's happening that there are way more people on the side of the good right now than it feels like the bad right now and even though yeah every now and then we get little hobgoblins in our dms or whatever the vast majority is very supportive and it feels like we're all on the same page and to me that's such a feeling of hope even though things seem terrible right now i still am trying to take that away from it people are trying to change things and that's great it is you know what it's good to be alive and sometimes being alive is having to uh, deal with and learn and study the things that are unpleasant and the things mm-hmm. that, uh, that need to be, that's a part of being alive, you know? And I'm not going to say it's a price to pay. I'm just saying we get all these wonderful things in life because we do take time to learn about what we need to be learning about as unpleasant as it may, it may be. Yeah, Froggy, what's up? Can we give Gandhi an extra 10 points for using the word hobgoblin in her around the room? I've been trying. You there are tons of hobgoblins. They're like going around just causing mischief, these little jackets. Every time we see them, we're like, hobgoblins, there you go again. Stop it. Did someone say to you, "Hey Gandhi, send me a send me a, a secret message on the air by saying the word hobgoblin"? Yes, <laughs> I am now a multimillionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you! Uh, let's get into the three things we need to know from the one and only Gandhi. Gandhi, what is going on? 
Well, All actually, right, tension. I take that back. You yes. are not the one and only Gandhi. I hate to say that. I'll tell <laughs> you what. One or two. I am not, but I am fascinated right now by all the signs I am seeing that misquote my great great grandfather in fabulous ways, which I will not repeat on the air because I can't. But those signs do make me giggle just a little he bit. He didn't say those if, words. Trust me. He didn't say those <laughs> words. <laughs> I think there's Almost one sign. We saw one sign that says, "If you don't like what I have to say, then eat, you know, brown stuff, yeah. crap." And it exactly. has a dash, Gandhi. And they misspelled exactly. Gandhi. <laughs> Gandhi never and said that. Send it, never. They send it to me like, did he say this? I need answers. I'm like, do you think he said that? No, he didn't say eat my shorts. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> anyway, tensions are continuing to rise as another day and night of demonstrating took place yesterday. Police and protesters are clashing across the country and crime from small groups is continuing. Multiple police officers have been injured. And yesterday, shock and outrage echoed through the nation after police used tear gas on hundreds of peaceful protesters at a park across the street from the White House. President Trump is catching a lot of heat for that today with one bishop tearing into him for allegedly doing it all for a photo op in front of St. John's Episcopal Church. Officials from the World Health Organization are saying that China withheld information on the coronavirus for weeks despite requests from other nations to help determining exactly how the virus could spread and what could slow the spread. Allegedly, China, in fact, sat on releasing the genetic map or genome of the virus after three different government labs had already decoded the information and just wanted some confirmation. Tight controls on information and competition with the Chinese public health system are apparently to blame. The U.S. death toll is now close to 107,000 from the coronavirus. And finally, we got a lot of questions about an app I mentioned earlier. So here's the info. It's called Shortcuts, and it now has a feature that lets people secretly record the police when being pulled over. The creator says it's to keep everybody safe and honest, the police and the people who are being pulled over. So when you tell Siri that you're being pulled over, this app actually activates your video recording and will even notify an emergency contact when the recording is stopped. And that contact then gets a copy of the video. So it's called the Shortcuts app. If you need it, it's there for you. And those are your three things. Hey, thank you, Gandhi. We're getting a call from Ben. He's a producer for WGAL-TV in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, line 23, Scary. Push that button. I know you're busy eating M&M's. Here, there it is. Uh, hi, Ben. How's it going? <laughs> hi, Elvis. I'm wearing show. Hello, lady. Well, hello, hello lady. Hi. So uh, being a news producer for WGAL-TV in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, well, what, what are you seeing? What's your perspective in, uh, there in Lancaster? Sure. Well, I mean, we're just, you know, we're trying to stay positive. I mean, we're trying to do our jobs while, you know, balancing it because, you know, it can be a real bummer right now with all the different stuff going on. Uh, so we're, you know, just trying to do, keep our job, you know, do our jobs and kind of keep it balanced. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, bummer. That's a weird word. Um, I tell you what, if you can, if you can do us a favor, because we're listening to a lot of people who are listening actually to our station, WLAN in Lancaster. They're, they're saying they would love to see more positive stuff. So when you can find it, give it to them, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, th and thank you for listening. And hello, lady. You, you said hello, lady on our show. That's a, gosh, it seems like you, sh you should get a, a plaque or something. Yeah, there oh my you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Benny. You guys be safe, okay? Thank you. Uh, yeah, Gandhi. Well, speaking of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, did you guys see that the Amish are out and they are protesting with signs and in full Amish gear standing there saying we support this? And I'm not sure that I have seen that before, but I'm like, hey, Amish people, what's up? That's excellent. Oh, that's, that's cool. Not, I, yeah, I've never, I've never seen them show anything like that before. 
I haven't seen it if it's happened, but here they are. The signs are great. The pictures are great. I'm just like, wow, this is, and that's the stuff that I talk about when I say you're seeing things you haven't seen before that are hopeful. This is the kind of stuff. Everybody coming together. Remember when we, I keep telling the story, when we first signed on in Lancaster, they thought we, they, and they used the word Satan. They said we were, (laughs) our show was, our show was representing Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, some days maybe, but uh, we're very happy to be on in Lancaster. And then thank you so much. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. There's just something about his tongue. <laughs> In the morning show. Hey, it's Scary Jones, and when it comes to home and auto insurance, State Farm is the real deal. File a claim or pay your bill with the award-winning State Farm mobile app. Or contact any of their 19,000 local agents who are ready to help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Alex is upstairs with... Our schnauzer, Max, they're, they're sleeping. But listening to the show, I just want to tell Alex, two floors above me, I love you. Uh, he, he did something really cool yesterday. We were talking about it late in the show. Uh, he's from Staten Island. There are, there are four New York City uh, police precincts on Staten Island. And uh, he's like, you know what? I'm going to buy him lunch. So he's sending lunch for 480 New York Police Department cops today. Wow. That's awesome. Staten Island. Wow. We re- received, yeah. I received a text saying, hey... Uh, our city, and, and keep in mind where you're living may be a lot different than what we're, we're our New York our New York City uh, perspective is coming from. Especially if you ask Nate and Scary and Scotty B, who are at our studios in downtown Manhattan, which was a war zone last night. Uh, this text says uh, now that these people, these particular people, the looters in particular, have destroyed our city and injured our police officers, it needs to be addressed. Thousands of rioters, not protesters praying it was two different two different groups of people my husband is downtown in manhattan he says it's a war zone these are the real issues as well in addition to other issues that are going on now and that's it you know i was watching some of the news yesterday where you have people out there doing what they need to be doing as far as peacefully protesting and then then violence erupts from other people and it's like where did they come from what why are they? Why are they kicking in a window in a store and stealing Gucci shoes? I, I'm trying to figure out the connection here. I don't think that comes from anger. I don't. I'm not quite sure. You know. And I'm. And I'm. I'm going to get yelled at for saying that. Yes, they're angry. That's why they're stealing shoes. Okay. Uh, all right. But it clouds the message, though. It does. There is a message here, and I look one once again. I look right up here. George Floyd. It's written right here on this piece of paper. Uh, Sarah, who lives in upstate New York. Her husband works in Albany. She's on line 24. Uh, hello, Sarah. Welcome to our show. I'm glad you called in. We saw your text. And it was very important to hear from you today. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. Uh, is, Good. You sent us a very lengthy text, but every word was very important. Uh, is there anything you can do to sort of reenact that on with what we're saying here today and merge in? Absolutely. So... My husband is a New York State police officer, um, and he is currently in the Albany area. And over the past couple of nights, he has um, been, I would say, the front lines of, um, you know, these riots that are happening after the peaceful protests. Um, Even though there's a curfew established um, at nighttime, there are still people that are out in the streets, um, you know, 
causing havoc in their own their own towns. Um, he, you know, we were talking about. I always do a temperature check with him. I I want to make sure that he and his partners are mentally okay. Um, I I think it's tough when they take an oath to you know they they swore on their lives to protect the people of New York State. And he is feels very strongly about that, and he takes that extremely seriously. So, you know, I and he understands, too, the actions of, of one police officer in a different part of the country still kind of um, creates a cloud over police officers in general. Um, but like I said, he took an oath to sw- and he swore that he would protect the people of New York State with his own life. And last night um, he was working and there's works being thrown at their feet, um, trying to scare the mounted, you know, the mounted police officers and the horses, um, bricks being thrown at their heads, um, you know, slurs being thrown in their face. And, you know, they're out there protecting the businesses and, and people that live in the communities. Um, he actually, he told me a story. He kind of looked up and he was just kind of like, searching for more motivation. And he saw it. There was this, a black family that lived above a business on one of the streets that had been seeing a lot of the um, rioting. And there was these little kids and their faces were pressed against the windows and they were watching all of this and their parents kept ushering them away from the windows, you know, and he could see that and his heart just broke. You know, he said the world is hard enough, like with, with, everything that's going on and now these children have to see their community where they should feel safe and they should feel protected and you know they're seeing all these things going on and it just it broke his heart but it gave him more motivation he wants them to know that he's there he will protect them he will keep them safe because they they may not be able to do it for themselves and that's his job and he will uphold that and he will do that for the rest of his life and he just he needed that that little extra push last night and he got it from these children which also at the same time you know made him really sad wow well sarah i you know we saw that text come through and i'm so glad to hear it uh in your voice and uh please tell your husband stay safe and and say thank you for us would you please i will absolutely and there you know, the police officers, they're, they're here for you. They're, they're here. They're here. They're going to keep you safe and, you know, they're going to do everything they can. Like he was telling me they had really, really great conversations earlier in the day. Um, you know, with, with the peaceful protesters, he said they, they were laughing, they were crying together. They were having, you know, really, really great discussions. And then at night it just, you know, it's a different group of people. It's, it's not those peaceful, peaceful protesters. It's a different group. And he just, you know, they recognize that and they know that. And he wants everyone to know that he's going to protect them and keep them safe. Sarah, thank you so much. And uh, thank you as well, because I'm sure as you sit there and keep your eye on the door waiting for it to open up, you're, you're excited to run over and take his temperature and get him on in the house. Yeah, and make I, just, him feel good. I hope he, you know, it's, like, it's hard as a spouse. You know, you send them out into, into that every night. You know, you know, that's where they're going. But that's that's their passion. That's what they're going to do they're going to they're going to protect our communities even though they can't be at home protecting us you know we're we've the spouses are frontline frontline people too you know we're we're going to protect our families at home and be strong for our kids and you know while while our spouses are out there uh, protecting the state so all right sarah thank you very much thank you for sharing your perspective and have a safe a safe day okay 
Thank you very much. You know, there there is a group of people that I'm fascinated about, and those are black police officers. I would, you know, it's it's uh, they are in in my opinion in such a unique situation in a, a unique position, and uh, I, I I I don't know. I I just like wow, uh, what what are you feeling right now? Because you know. They're feeling the truth, but at the same time, they're doing their jobs, you know, and uh, I'm doing my best. You know, I'm doing my best to put my my feet in their shoes. I'm 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 doing my best. I'm hoping that we're all doing our best to do that. Uh, yeah. Let's go to. Yes, Gandhi. What's going on? I actually have a friend who is a black police officer, and I just reached out to see if maybe he would want to talk to us because that is, you know, perspectives from both sides of what's going on. And he said he just has so much emotion with what is going on right now. He didn't think he would be able to squeak out a sentence. And I was like, that's horrible. And I'm sorry. And I wish I could hug you. So I'm not going to say his name because I know he wants to sort of be anonymous in here. But you're right. It is definitely a dilemma for them, too. Uh, five officers were shot overnight that we know of, four in St. Louis, one in Vegas. He's not doing very well. Uh, also, we saw uh, some footage of a New York City police officer being mowed down by a car last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? There, there are many stories going on here, a lot of stories going on here. Keep in mind, uh, the story that looting is going to cloud over is the story of George Floyd. It's plain and simple. And you know what? Yep. Let's not forget that in addition to all these other stories, which are important as well. Uh, Let's get into sound with Garrett. Garrett, what do you have today? Uh, Let's start with the show Songland. So it was on late last night on NBC, but it's a very interesting story how uh, B.B. Rexa chose this song. So uh, she chose two songs because normally you go on the show and you pick one song. She chose two because she liked the melody of one and the lyrics of the other. And then she got her song, which called Miracle. So let's start with this. She heard the song Bones. This is one. So she loved the lyrics there and then she loved the melody of this song called Miracle. I've been thinking how it hurts so I've been thinking how I just don't care. And then she created the song Miracle. I may be fine, but I won't settle. I won't revel in the hurt. Yeah, I've been baptized by the dirt. I testify. Okay. Wow. Now the now the interesting backstory this song was supposed to be the anthem for the uh, 2020 Olympics this year, but unfortunately those have been postponed a year, but they made this show prior to the pandemic and they still put it out yesterday saying, hey, this would have been the song. So this still could be the song next year, but uh, that's that that was last night on Songland. So we were to, uh, yeah, we um, heard that. Yeah. Um, all right, now let's uh, put uh, try uh, put a little smile on everyone's face uh, just for a quick second. Uh, nothing makes everyone smile but uh, a little kid laughing. So a little baby sister yes. decided to make her baby brother laugh by simply doing one thing that you you would be like, that's not funny, closing a book. <laughs> closing a book. That's it. That, that makes that baby do that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so cute. So simple. So innocent. So innocent. Just had a baby. Just kidding. <laughs> you can borrow too. I got two. You can borrow. All right, Garrett. What do you What are you making for breakfast today? 
I'm going a different route. So I'm making pancakes, but I'm calling them flapjacks. Uh, so I want to see their faces when I go, you're getting flapjacks. And then they get pancakes and they're like, huh? what's this? It's the same thing. It's the same That's thing. Nice. That's nice, Garrett. All right, Garrett. You're a good American. Thank you. Thank you. You're Have welcome. a great day today. You too. Right. You know what? I, I want to play back our conversation with uh, Dr. Michael E. Dyson from yesterday. He's excellent. He was just a great guest, and he just, you know what, he he took over this show and just really, really stirred it up in a great way. Uh, we'll get to that in a few minutes, uh, so just keep listening. We had him, what time we have him on yesterday? 8 o'clock, Elvis. 8 o'clock? Okay, so good. Uh, let's get into the Danielle report, though. Danielle, what do you got going on today? So uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Stars, YouTube, all taking to social yesterday to show their their support for the Black Lives Matter movement. And YouTube is actually pledging $1 million in support of efforts to address social injustice. So that's pretty cool. I know YouTube. I know my son was watching all of his YouTube favorites yesterday, and he was learning all about a lot of things going on. So that was interesting. Um, The Dallas Police Department has a smartphone app. It's iWatchDallas. And they ask for anonymous tips uh, to be sent to them so that they can watch what is going on, right? And they can, you know, get in there and help out. So they wanted residents to send them videos of any illegal activity via Twitter. So what happened? Some K-pop fans wanted to kind of protect what was going on with the rioting. They had fan cam videos sent in instead of what was actually going on. So you were getting videos of your favorite K-pop stars instead (laughs) of what was being, you know, happening with the riots. So they thought there were technical glitches happening with the cameras and so they didn't know what was actually happening instead you had people singing and dancing it was a little interesting yeah anyway yeah. Uh, let's talk, <laughs> let me tell you they're, about- they're powerful they they really they are a really powerful group they really are powerful it is it isn't it's crazy how powerful they are so carol baskin uh, has been granted control of joe exotic's former zoo it is crazy jeff Lowe, who has it now has 120 days to vacate the property so as i'm looking more into this it looks like joe had illegally transferred the zoo to his mother And she obviously doesn't have it because it was illegal. He wanted to keep it away from the creditors. But because it was illegal, the creditors now can get their hands on it. And obviously, he owes Carol money and all kinds of other crap. And so Carol is going to wind up getting it. So that's what's happening there. So I don't know. And nobody is going to the zoo right now. It's not doing well at all. So maybe... I guess maybe Carol will do something with it. I don't know, but I ah. I can just imagine the fume coming from his ears right now in jail. So he must mad. be going crazy. Oh, forget about it. Forget about it. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is a first. The current Miss America, she will become the first woman to serve two years as Miss America because of the COVID-19 pandemic. They're not going to be doing another Miss America this year. Interesting, right? And your Major (laughs) League Base... Yeah, right? Your Major League Baseball Players Association is now pushing for a 114-game season with while players with underlying health issues could opt out and still get paid. So it's looking like the owners of the teams are going to reject it and then come back with some other offer and then hopefully they'll have some kind of deal in place by the 
end of the week. So hopefully we can get some baseball at some point very soon because I know a lot of people are waiting for some baseball. So let's see what happens there. Uh, tonight, you can watch America in Pain. Um, what comes next? It's an ABC News special. It's going to put everything together for you and teach you a lot of stuff. You also have America's Got Talent. You have World of Dance. They're all on television tonight as well. And that is my Danielle report. All right, Danielle, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Hey, so uh, we're on the line with Smiling Steven, our superstar producer at Q102 in Philly. Hi, Steven. Hi, guys. Hi. Happy uh, whatever day this is. What is this, Tuesday? Happy Tuesday. July 2nd. June. <laughs> hey, um, s- several things. Uh, first of all, thanks uh, for keeping us sounding great in, in Philly on Q102. Uh, and as I remind everyone, the station that fired me at one time, isn't <laughs> now the people the people who fired me at Q102 have all been fired. <laughs> they brought us back. Yeah. We're so excited about that. Um, exactly. How's everything in Philly from last night? I, I know the night before was very, very, very frightening. How about last night? Last night was another kind of scary, frightening night. Um, there was protest. There was this Okay, your phone. Your phone is. Uh, your phone's not good. Turn your head to the left. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Can you hear me better? Yeah. Okay. So, so well, there. What I'm hearing is there were peaceful protests, but there was uh, there was a lawlessness as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, the big thing, the big kind of headline from it was that protesters um, sat on the Vine Street Expressway um, peacefully, and then. Uh, police were trying to get them off and use uh, tear gas, which um, protesters were uh, not happy about. No, of course not. And they shouldn't yeah. be. Tear gas is not a happy thing. Uh, no. But, you know, I find this, the uh, the sound that you sent us from your, uh, your police commissioner, whose name, yeah. by the way, is Daniel Outlaw. I think that's it's such a great name for a police commissioner. I know. <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> how, how do the citizens of uh, Philly uh, like Danielle Outlaw? Are, are, are they in her corner? She's actually pretty new to the job. She came in about, I think, less than a year ago. So she's really kind of had a lot of work on her uh, first year here. Um, but I think for the most part, people are happy that at least there is somebody in power who I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I do believe she is the first African-American woman to hold the um, title as police commissioner for Philadelphia. Right. And she had some very powerful words that you think we should share with our our audience. We're previewing it and it's great stuff. I want to say thank you, Stephen. Thank you for sending it and thanks for representing in in, uh, Philly. And if you need anything, you let us know, okay? Will do. Thank you, guys. All right, buddy. Love you. Talk to you later. Yeah, we love smiling, Stephen. What a great guy. Yeah. All right, so yeah, she's brand new to the job. Philly, not brand new, but fairly new to the job. Philly Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw. Listen to what she had to say. I've been a black woman my entire life. I come from a black family. I have black sons. So yes, I enforce the law. We're responsible for the law. But there is a very clear narrative here and a lot of hurt and anger around what's being demonstrated. And it only hurts the cause more when you have folks that are acting in misalignment with what we're trying to bring uh, attention to. It's only a distraction. It hurts and it hinders. Wow. There you go. Yep. You know what? You know what we learn during some of the darkest days? You, you, you learn who the good, great leaders are. Have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leadership is such an important thing, and and the the, the cream rises to the top, yeah. I, and uh, 
I'm sending a message in the text if someone could help me out with that for a second. Okay, thank you. Uh, we also have sound from uh, George Floyd's brother. Terrence. Terrence. Yes, Terrence. And uh, very powerful stuff. And uh, let's play it right now. Here we go. In every case of police brutality, the same thing has been happening. Y'all protest, y'all destroy stuff, and it, they don't move. You know why they don't move? Because it's not their stuff, it's our stuff. So they want us to destroy our stuff. They're not going to move. So let's do this another way. Let's do this another way. Y'all right. Let's do this another way. Let's stop thinking that our voice don't matter. And vote. Not just vote for the president, vote for the preliminaries, vote for everybody. Well, wow, good to hear his voice. All right. With that said, nothing else to say. Let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Wow, what a show. You know, we're still hearing uh, feedback from yesterday's show we did. And uh, one of the highlights of the show, and we had many, was our conversation with Michael E. Dyson. Dr. Dyson uh, came on board uh, because Charlemagne the God down the hall at Power had texted me the day before and said, hey, you got to get you got to get Michael on. He's a good friend of mine. He's exactly what you need for your show. I'm like, okay. And so uh, Nate got on the phone with him and became very excited. He's like, yeah, you, I can't wait to have him on. We had him on, and we've actually received requests to play this interview back. So I'm going to do it for you right now. Michael E. Dyson, Dr. Dyson from yesterday's show. Here we go. Please welcome to our show. Uh, Dr. Michael Eric Dyson. We'll call you Michael. Thanks for being here today. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. What do we do? What, what do we well, do? Well, and you know, in, in my book, uh, Tears We Cannot Stop a Sermon to White America, I talk about that quote from, from Gore Vidal because we do live in the United States of amnesia, which means we're addicted to forgetfulness. We'd rather forget it. I think the theme song is provided by Barbara Streisand. I know you young folk don't know who Barbara is, but uh, you, you're stuck on Taylor Swift. I ain't mad. Or Adele. I get it. But she said, what's too painful to remember, we simply choose to forget. So a lot of us would rather sweep it under the carpet, pretend it doesn't exist, and then move forward. So we got to reject our citizenship in the United States of amnesia and claim citizenship in the kingdom of memory, which means that we got to remember where we came from. You know, America is strange. On the one hand, you can't get enough of books on Abraham Lincoln or George Washington or the founding fathers or the founding mothers and brothers. But when it comes to talking about issues of race or gender or sexuality, hey, can't you folk get over it? So we got to have a little bit more balance there. I mean, look at what Lynn, Lynn manuel Miranda did, right, with Hamilton. You can make it sexy. You can make it appealing. You can, it doesn't have to be dry, old, dusty history. But that history is critical. And if we don't know where we've come from, we don't know where we're going. Or as Santayana said, if you, if, you, if, you, if you don't know what your history is, you're bound to repeat it. And we're doing the same thing now. People look at folk who are spilling over in the streets. Oh, my God, don't those people see that they're destroying their communities? What communities? Many of them are living in places and spaces where they got food deserts. The grocery stores are not owned by them. The shops are not owned by them. They don't even own their own bodies. If you can be on the streets of Minnesota where a police person puts his knee into your neck and you are crying for everything holy, you even call on your mama because it is so devastating and that police person still doesn't hear you, you know we are in trouble as a nation. So we've got to own up 
to our racial past. We've got to own up to the persistence of white supremacy, social injustice, economic inequality to make this nation what it is meant to be. Even the creed is what? E pluribus unum. That's a Latin phrase. Out of many, one. That goes right up there with fascism, my nizzle from Snoop Dogg. Those are great cradles by which we live. <laughs> so the point is that you got to figure out a way to get past the blockade of bigotry and the obstacles of resistance to embracing all brothers and sisters as our fellow citizens. Now, here I am, a bloated white guy. And we thought we would come in here every day and offer uh, a getaway for people who want who want to turn off political talk and sure. negative talk and too much music. And we we come on the air and we have fun, but in doing so, we 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 also gave people a way to get away from the important issues. And this is this is how I had my ass slapped this weekend on on Instagram. They're saying, Elvis, you got you got to use your platform. And I'm like, yeah. I want to use my platform. We have over t- you know 10 million people a week listening. Right. And I walked in this morning. With notes, I was ready to go. I would have made you proud with all this stuff I wrote. You, I, I'll give it to you. You can write a book with it. And, and I just, I just, I just, I'm tired of talking. I want to listen. I want, I want people right. to learn. And right. from the white man's perspective, you know, I, 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 I we want to do better. We, we, we right. want to do the right things, but we, it's okay for us to ask for help, right? Absolutely. Look, the reality is, is that yes. You know, Malcolm X in that famous scene, and I'm sure you've seen the, the, the monumental epic film by Spike Lee, when the young white woman comes up to him and says, what can I do? She followed him to New York. She heard him in Boston. Oh, my God, he blew her mind. She wants to figure out the right thing to do. And she said, what can I do? And he said, nothing. And it was devastating. Now, he grew to regret that. But I believe that if folk really want to know, we got to share with them. That's why I wrote the book, Tears We Cannot Stop, a sermon to white America, because I believe we got to talk about tough issues. Now, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. When you're used to having a certain position, when you hear buzzwords like white privilege, no, I'm not. I don't have white privilege. I'm just as poor. I struggle every day. I get up and go to work. My God, Jiminy Cricket, what are you talking about? Well, this is what we mean. Even if you're not rich, if you live in an American society that won't judge you automatically because of the color of your skin, if you meet a police person on the street and you live to tell about it. That's a form of privilege that even a guy like me with a PhD from Princeton, who's been accosted by the police more times than I can tell you, who's been called bad words by the cops more than I can tell you, is subject to. I study too. I did the right thing too. I worked hard too. I got a PhD too. I'm an ordained Baptist minister for 41 years too. It doesn't make a difference. Some people judge me regardless of what I have attained. So we've got to talk about this honestly in America. And many white brothers and sisters are not taught to think about themselves as a race. When, when many white people hear race, they go, oh, black or brown or Asian. No, white folk have a race too. It's like men when we hear gender. Oh, we must be talking about women. No, fool, you got a gender too. And obviously a lot of times it's toxic. So when many white brothers and sisters hear race, they run away, oh my God, it's going to be a finger pointing. No, In my classes, I say we got to come to grips with what this nation has been. We have to be open. We have to be honest. And if we want to learn anything, it's going to be difficult. You can't learn algebra or calculus without going through some tough times. And so if we're going to learn about race in America, we have to be informed. A lot of people pop off at the mouth and have no idea what they're talking about. 
They don't know what affirmative action is when it began. They don't know what the civil rights struggle has been. They quote Martin Luther King Jr., but they haven't read all of his books. They don't understand what his deeper significance is. So we've got to bone up on the most serious issues of racial difference in America to make sure that white brothers and sisters and others who would live together must understand what it means. I can imagine, look, I was at Princeton once, a British white man who was uh, the, the master of the college. I was an assistant master. You know I was getting off on that. Well, yeah, the assistant master <laughs> is here. Uh, and so <laughs> assistant master, Mike Dyson, baby. So the thing is, is that one day I'm with the master, the white guy, very smart British uh, physicist who taught at Princeton, and the police stop him, and he's giving them the what for? Mother blank, 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 God. And I'm ducking. Oh, my God, they're going to kill this man. And then I said, no, they're not because he's got the right skin for protection in this situation. That's what we're talking about. We're just asking for common courtesy and decency that you extend to anybody. That if you put your foot on somebody's neck and you're a police person and they say, I can't breathe, you take it off. Why don't, why didn't he take it off? A, he thought he could get away with it. B, because he did not see this as a fellow human being. The dehumanizing impulse that we have often embraced in this country for somebody who's different. So my point is that when we tell the truth, when we're honest with each other, when white brothers and sisters genuinely want to know what to do and are willing to listen to all of us as we share our experiences and our understanding of the problem and situation, and by the way, there are many white people who have written brilliantly and insightfully about these issues, then we will have the possibility of a better country. Tell everyone, Michael, what you do for a living. I think what you, well, how, you, how you tell us how, what you do for a living really makes a lot of sense here. Well, look, uh, as I said, I've been a minister now for 41 years. Uh, I'm a college professor. I didn't start, start college until I was 21. I was a teen father, right? I, went, I got a big scholarship out to a nice suburban white school. I'd never gone to school with white folk ever in my life. And here I am in school with Steven Spielberg's brother and one of the top 10 richest men in America and in the classes of, I'm like, man, it just was mind blowing. Got kicked out of that school, went back and graduated from night school. I don't even know if they have that now. Got my, my GED diploma. And then, um, you know, got married, got divorced, 21 years old. I got a son. I, I got to do something better. I got to provide him a better life. So I went to Knoxville college, a historically black college down in Knoxville, Tennessee, studied there, transferred to a Southern Baptist school, then went on to Princeton to get a master's and PhD, and I've been teaching ever since uh, at Hartford Seminary in 88, uh, Chicago Theological Seminary in 89, 92. I went to Brown and taught for two years, then the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill for three. Um, then I went to Columbia University for two years, to DePaul for three, then University of Pennsylvania for five, and now I've been at Georgetown uh, for 13 years. So I've been trying to raise the consciousness, uh, spark the interest of young people, and I teach a lot of hip-hop music. I teach a class on Jay-Z. Um, and, I, and I talk to them. They say, who is this old man coming in here? I said, when the rim is in the system, ain't no telling. Will I love him? Will I diss him? So I've been trying to bridge the gulf between older and younger, between white and black and brown and red and yellow in this country, trying to forge connections, make people think, make them uncomfortable. I make young white people uncomfortable because I'm trying to challenge some of the beliefs that they have inherited. I make young people of color uncomfortable uncomfortable sometimes because I'm trying to challenge cancel culture. I'm trying to make us think seriously about who we are as America. That's what we do. Hey, uh, <laughs> having, having you here is awesome. Gandhi, go right ahead. 
<laughs> okay, so obviously processing all of this, everybody's in a different place in their processing of it. So for the people who are saying, yes, I understand this, I see that there's racism and there needs mm-hmm. to be a change, what's the next step from here? After you understand it and you accept it, what do you do then to take action? That's a great question. You got to put it into action. You got you to challenge yourself. At the end of my book, and I hate to be self-promoting here, but at the end of Tears <laughs> We Cannot Stop, I have an entire chapter of stuff that white brothers and sisters can do. You know, attend protests. We see that's going on now, but okay, you know, just don't be uh, messing up stuff with the black people who are left behind, and then we go to jail, exactly. and then you yeah. said I was down there with the black people. Let's be a little bit more balanced there. Right. I talk about reading. I talk about being self-critical. I talk about individual reparations accounts, IRAs. You ain't got to wait for the government to tell you as uh, white people who have uh, of means to do something. And I get so many letters from white people saying, man, I read that chapter and now I bought 20 computers for black kids in the local school who don't have it. Right. You can be creative about how to address it. The government cannot and will not do everything. We need systematic and social and structural change. But the everyday thing that people can do, change your mind, change your heart, change your outlook, challenge yourself, go to a black church. If you just go to white churches and be uncomfortable where you are not the majority and understand what that means, get a visceral sense of what it means to be the other and then understand as Americans what we are doing to try to bridge those gaps and come together. So now that you know it, you got to show it, you got to embody it, and you got to change your mind. And when you change your mind, you change your practice. By the way, Michael, I know you've got a very busy schedule today. Yes, sir. Before you leave, though, uh, what do you tell people who are white, kids, what it's like to be black? I I tell them that if you imagine uh, doing everything you're supposed to do, working as hard as you can, and it still makes no difference, that no matter who you are, that some people refuse to acknowledge your humanity. And you got to work extra hard just to get the ordinary stuff. Should the killers of Ahmad Arbery, Ahmad Arbery, down in Georgia run free for a month before they're even taken into custody? Of course not. But so often, Black people are made to be grateful for things that should be a floor And we treat them like a ceiling. This is the mountaintop. You've arrived. We arrested the person who murdered you. You should do that, right? We, we, you know, don't call the police on me when I go to Starbucks. People follow me around and saying, he can't afford that. Okay, that part may be true. But you don't know that. You don't know that I can afford it or not. I painted my green card American Express black last night. God darn it, I got a black card right now. So the point is that we've got to be able to do that. CNN is calling me now, so they're trying to get me on. But look, have me back on. I want to hang out with y'all. Oh. Michael, thank you so much. I have the, I have the best day ever. We'll, we'll, we'll remind everyone who you are and everything as, as you head over to CNN. Wait, don't tell thank them where you. you're going. They're going to leave us and go to CNN. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no. Take Stay right here. here. This is the man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to the morning show. morning show. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hiring is challenging, but there is a place you can go where hiring is simple and smart. That place is ZipRecruiter, where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
Gary, tell me all about this phone tap you're doing here. So, Derek wants to play a phone tap on his fiancée, Julie. Julie's been a control freak about every last detail of her wedding, except for booking the DJ. She left that to Derek. But she's been wanting to speak to the DJ and go over all the introductions for the reception and all that. So, Derek's going to pretend to be at the DJ company office and introduce me as their wedding DJ. All right, so Scary is the wedding DJ. Let's see what happens in today's... Hello? Hey, what's up? Nothing. Uh, I'm actually at the uh, DJ place. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, so I just uh, want to let you know that I put the final payment down. Is he cool, or what's his deal? He's great. You want to talk to him? You can talk to him. You know, All right, yeah. So his name is uh, DJ Dribs. What? Is that what he goes by? It's a fun uh, DJ name. I'm going to turn this mother out. DJ Dribs. That's kind of gross. Talk to him, okay? That doesn't sound classy. Julie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're ready for the big day. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have another name you could go by instead no, of Dribs? No, 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 no. That's how I'm known in the clubs this way. I'm known. I have a legendary name. Can you well, just use your real name? Well, my name is Dick. Dick Dribbler. But I go by DJ Dribs. Well, you don't have to say a name. You never. It's, it's not about you. It's about us. Me. I thought that it's this was going to be one of those upbeat parties, you know? Bumping bass and then some house. We don't want any house music at our wedding. Say what? No, it's a wedding. House music all night long. This is a wedding. It's not a club. We're not at a club. Yo, Derek, what's with her? Excuse me. Let me talk to my fiance. Okay, hold on. Julie. Who is this guy? Look, no, I... no, listen, listen, listen. Just let him let him uh, run a few intros by you. He wrote them. I mean, what is that name? Is that real? That's his name. You know, he's famous. We're going to have a famous He's not person. famous. I Googled him and nothing came up. He's some schlub. He does clubs. He does strip joints. I mean, he's what? Famous. He's in his own way. No way. No. Just give a- he is a f- strip club DJ going to do my wedding? No, I mean, he That's does- disgusting. He, he, he does that, but just give him a chance, okay? You know, we turn the party out every time. He's got videos on YouTube and everything. I no. thought I was going to run through some of the uh, intros. Oh, I can't wait to hear these. Mm- See here, I got. I, I wrote one for the brother of the bride. Ladies and gentlemen, here he comes. He's Colin, the bride's brother from another mother, escorted by the voluptuous Valerie. That's not funny. He's adopted. I know. That's why I wrote that. Derek was telling me. That is not funny at all. And Valerie's very insecure about her chest. You will not say that. But that's part of what people know DJ Dribs by. By how much of a no, by our introductions and how we bring people into the room, we're crowd motivators, you know? Like uh, now the motivators. Like for, you sound like crowd instigators. How about this one? I got uh, for your mother of the bride, your mom. Now entering the room, she's single and ready to mingle. It's Dorothy. She's not single, she's a widow. I've got more for you. I don't want to hear any more of this bullshit. He's the best man in title only, because we all know Julie dumped him five years ago. Escorted by Julie's best friend, the reason they broke up in the first place, put your hands together for Roger and Stephanie. What the f*** is that? That's my, what is that sound? That's my signature. Put him on the phone. Put him on right now. Dude, you hear this? You're going to hear this for the rest of your life? Put him on the phone right now, you sh- I'd cut bid right now if I were you. Here. Julie, are you okay? I gave you one thing to do and you totally f***ed it up. He, he's what gonna, the f***? He's going to be really good, don't you think? Derek, he's not going to be nothing. He's not coming. He's some piece of trash. I'm the Ayatollah, a rock and roller teller. What the f*** does that mean? Dane, are you stupid? Get the check and run. I, Get I, out of there. 
she wants me to get my money back. No way! I already paid for plastic neon sunglasses I'm going to give out for Hot Hot Hot. He, he already this got like, not a party favor, like, like red glasses. No. I bought a bunch of umbrellas for It's Raining Men. <laughs> what? What year do you think it is? This idiot has no experience. Okay, she's kind of freaking this out. This is unbelievable. I'm at, I'm at work right now. Why are you laughing? Are you laughing at me? He's laughing because you're being phone tapped. <laughs> This is Gary Jones from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. What? Oh, my God, we nailed you so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are a terrible DJ. Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Hey, so uh, this is our last week uh, of doing the bonus hour on Z100 New York, which starts in about 23 minutes. I don't know if you've ever heard our bonus hour. We actually just kind of relax, hang out, play some good music, talk about the day. Of course, we uh, talk about a lot of local stuff from New York and New Jersey and Connecticut. So uh, feel free to be a part of it uh, starting at 10 o'clock. We'll get Scary and Danielle to argue about the weather. Of course. Because they never agree. They never agree. Because <laughs> he's wrong half the time. Okay, here we go. My weather's so, been pretty good. <laughs> yes. Last night, Alex said, you know what? Out of the kitchen. I'm going to make dinner. I went, okay. Thinking, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it, I got to tell you, though, in the past times, the past times he's made dinner for me, they were all good. They were all great. But last night, he says, I saw this, this dish on, in the, uh, on the Instagram where you take chicken you bread it and you know and crisp it up, fry it basically, and then you put it back in the pan and pour water in in the pan and put lemon in there and cover it. I'm thinking, ooh, that sounds like a tragic, tragic ending is on the way. <laughs> I mean, to me, you, you you make chicken, you know, you crisp up chicken because you want crisp chicken. So why would you do crisp chicken and then make it soggy? Because that's exactly what it's going to do. He says, yeah. I saw this; it looks so good. You pour lemon on it. He said, you'll be able to eat this chicken with a spoon. It's going to be so tender. I went, okay. So he started cooking. He had the fire too hot. The oil got too hot. You know, the the chicken was getting really dark. And there was smoke and there was, (laughs) whatever. And I helped him. And even though I was helping him, I could see he was like, get out of here. Let me do this. (laughs) So sure enough, he says, do we have a frozen pizza ready? Just in case, I said, "Yeah, we're good." I said, "It'll be." I was just trying to be encouraging, just trying to be encouraging, because you know he's so 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 sweet to make dinner. Yeah. Sat down, put my fork in this chicken, put it in my mouth. I'll be damned! It was like one of the best best things I've I've had in in years. It was wow, you, very nice. He accidentally made a great dinner. It was awesome. It was like I was like you know it's, if you look at this through a scientific filter, it's not going to come out good. This is going to be really crap. Yeah, and I and I I started eating, and of course he did that thing that grandmas do. Look, you don't eat it if you don't like it. Now I understand. <laughs> I'm like, no. It's really... So I sat there and ate the whole thing. I had some for breakfast earlier. Wow. So you know what? It was it was another it was another lesson in take chances. You know, not only taking chances on your own, but let others. You got to back off and give other people their their chance to shine in the kitchen and do what they want to do. So, Alex, thank you for a great dinner. I'll share the recipe with you guys later. Uh, yes. If you want, Danielle, let's get a Danielle report in here. And I'm going to get some more of that. I'm going to call it spoon chicken. 
Anyway, I love that. What's going on? I just I just took the uh, chopped meat or ground beef, whatever you want to call it, out of the fridge because it is Taco Tuesday. So again, yeah. I have to make sure it's defrosted by later on tonight. So we're all ready. All right. So Kylie Jenner may have spent her way out of being a billionaire. Remember yesterday I told you that Forbes mm-hmm. threw her out of the billionaire status, billionaire club. So she spends a lot of money, and I'm hearing that she spent about $130 million on like private jets, elaborate birthday parties for her kid and stuff like that. So when you don't have the money, yeah, can't be in the club. That's how it works, you know? Uh, more celebs show their support for George Floyd uh, and the protesters. Pink Pink told racists to please unfollow her. She doesn't even want to be part of your world. Uh, Tyler Perry reached out to George Floyd's family. They want peaceful protests. They said that uh, they are very adamant about that. And he also said that he has been meeting with black families, has been talking to white families and people that want to help. And if you get a chance, go over and read what Tyler posted on his Instagram because it really is inspirational. So um, do that if you get a chance. And we'll end off with this. Kim and Kanye are going to um, go after their former bodyguard and sue him because once again, he's opening his mouth. Now, I don't know if you remember, (laughs) he went on a podcast uh, a little while ago and he said that he used to have to walk 10 paces behind Kanye. He had to uh, block uh, all kinds of people from coming over to Kanye. And he had to do all kinds of crazy things because that's just how Kanye is. He's one of the craziest celebrities he's ever had to deal with. And so uh, he wants to open his mouth again and they said if you do we're gonna sue you so there you go and that's my danielle report thank you danielle we're back after this hiring is challenging but there is a place you can go where hiring is simple and smart that place is zip recruiter where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates try it for free at ziprecruitercom slash work together zip recruiter the smartest way to hire